Welcome to another episode of the Bible Beater Podcast. This is the Lord of Hosts, Caleb Campbell, joined as always by the interrupter, Kyle Vesner. How's it going anyways, Kyle? Fucking, I got an infestation, dude. Of what? Fruit flies. These I would motherfuckers. say. How do they get into your house? They is spontaneously combust. Because it kind of seems like they just appear. It's got to be eggs on the fruit. On everything, the, yeah. right? They must be everywhere. Because as soon as one thing rots, fruit flies everywhere now. They used to think that they just spawned. No, and, they didn't. Yeah, some guy won like a science award. I remember learning this in like grade eight. What do you mean? They, Out of the ether? Yes. that Some guy won like, or his whole theory, he put sugar in a jar and left it open. And he put sugar in a jar and closed it. And then he proved that fruit fries didn't exist, and this was like some scientific breakthrough. Proved they didn't exist? Uh, sorry, didn't not didn't exist. Um, didn't spontaneously combust or appear out of nowhere. Oh, because the ones in the jar didn't get them? Yeah, the ones in the sealed thing. And then people So you're st- saying he proved that they didn't spontaneously appear? Yes. I thought you were saying the opposite. No, no, no. I was like, what is this, the 1500s? No, no, no. I remember, I don't know, it was a very vivid part of grade 8 science. How that could I, you not? How could you as... A human, I understand culturally, yeah. it's too small to see, so fine. But you understand everything else works in some kind of reproductive cycle. Eggs. I don't think they understood that. How long ago is this? We've known this for, a, I think, a long time. There was black and white photography because there was a picture of him in the textbook. I'm going to say 1800s. I think we knew that. Maybe they knew it, but he proved it. Okay. Interesting. The point is, Kyle, that everyone mm-hmm. thought everything was magic and then blamed God and demons and the mm. spiritual thing. On stuff. Still is. It still seems magical. You're telling me the universe is infinite? There's more galaxies in the universe than there are grains of sand on Earth? (laughs) That seems made up magic to me. Well, do you know what God promised? What? That there'd be more Jews than grains of sand or stars in the sky. Yeah, more ovens too, he said, I think. (laughs) There'll be more ovens than stars in in the known universe. I mean, that's maybe why he said it, because every star is technically a giant He's not going to make that many Jews and not that many ovens. <laughs> if there's one thing he loves, it's taking Jews, telling them they're the best, and then doing fucking horrible shit. Okay, so this, actually, today, the Bible is about that, about how the Jews are the how best. How about how our world is burning? I mean, Kyle, did you really want to be such a bummer? God said yeah. that he would destroy We're the world. We're getting smited. Earth this is, is our fault. We did this. <laughs> everyone's... <laughs> Everyone's take credit for it. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's trying to say it's dry lightning and we haven't had rain in six weeks or whatever. Yeah. One of the dry summers of all time. But who's controlling that? God. It's either that or the Jews. Pick one. Scott <laughs> or the Jews. Jewish space laser God. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's God. Do you think they have a, an actual laser or just a satellite with a magnifying glass on it that they fucking hover at different Honestly, I think, yeah, I think it's a drone with a magnifying glass, dude. Snipe in, snipe out. That would do it. That's all it would take. Isn't that fucking crazy? If the ground's dry enough, a drone, but instead of a body, right, the propeller's on the outside, the middle is a magnif. That would start forest fires. And you wouldn't, you'd be like, I don't know, invisible lightning, I guess. I can't believe, I feel like we just came up with that. This is our I did, right now. Dude. Magnifying glass you drone would solve. Make one and fly all. it over Russia. Just fly it over the North Pole. Start a fire in his backyard. It's hard to start a fucking. It's hard to go to a street fight in your front yard if your mm-hmm. backyard's on fire. Lord Regus, Regus, <laughs> fucking goddamn motherfucking bootleg fireworks. Yeah, everyone's like, it has to be some super weapon 
that causes earthquakes and starting fires in Hawaii could be a drone with a magnifying glass. <laughs> Have you ever considered that? You fucking idiots. I just think it'd be way easier to just drop Baltic cocktails in the forest. I don't think it is. <laughs> Have you ever seen... What about clouds, Kyle? But have you ever seen a, a parabolic mirror uh, so that you can take a, this is a fun experiment. You want to burn someone, burn, destroy burn something, someone. burn someone, kill somebody in a really <laughs> fucked up James Bond way. Okay. Right. You get those old, remember those old projection TVs that were the first 50 inches. Sure. Like the, they had to sit on the whole TV sat on the ground and they're like five feet tall. Okay. And they went three feet back minimum. Yeah. Three to four feet. They're so big. They took you and six guys to move downstairs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You remember those? Yeah. Well, most of them got thrown out now because they're worthless. A lot of them ended up on the road for free, and then I moved those into my house. Really? <laughs> I I took a couple like, hey, I got a free TV, and then we like went to move it. It was so fucking heavy. There was a time when those still didn't look bad, but no one wanted to move them because it took four people. Yeah. <laughs> so you could just have that. That's what happened. Well, if the the projectors break in those, those have a real thick lens. They're a rudimentary projector system against a mirror, right? Caveman projectors. And that's how they worked. But they have this big parabolic lens in it that channels, that focuses sun energy. If you just frame it, all it takes, frame it like, um, you know those mirrors you would have in like those old school girls' bedroom where they would have like a hinge in the middle, you could tilt it? Yeah. Like a movie. You know what I mean? Frame it off like that so you can angle it. Okay. And then you can direct that, and it will melt rock. The point, it's, it, uh, it has enough surface area, and it concentrates it at a point. How heavy is it? Heavy. Okay, so what? But well, I'm saying you need some much less than that. You can do that for a fun science experiment, burn down your neighbor's house. Probably do it out of plastic instead of uh, glass on the drone version, on our weaponized drone version. Dude, easily. Easily plastic. It doesn't even have to sustain longevity. It has to start fucking five fires... You would never see it. Zoom one place, zoom one place, zoom one place. Now you have five fires. You know how quick drones are? It's only a summertime weapon, though. Can't use yeah, it in the winter. I know. Well, I guess it's still good. Dude, you could build it for under $500. A fucking, a, a fucking province-destroying weapon for under 500 bucks. Dude, they should get Carrot Top as a weapons designer. I'm sure he has some ideas. Dude, if you give him a drugstore full of nonsense, he'll come up with a next super weapon for sure. How about this rubber duck? <laughs> it's going to have a rubber duck somehow. What if we float it full of napalm down the English Channel? <laughs> it's toenail clippers. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're all puns. <laughs> Forgot. Oh. I don't, I'm not good I'm, tra- I'm trying to think of like what, uh, so it'd be like, uh, it's okay. Try to find a pun for super it's weapon a straw. or something. <laughs> it's a straw and you take glue yeah. and paper and you spitball their eyes shut. Hey, eh? from very close range. What's it called though? He always has a goofy, that's the punchline is that it's called something. Oh, it's called. It the... has to be, it, it's all a pun. Oh, damn. It's always a pun or a wordplay. Right? Yeah. So it'd be like um, this is a, this is a- super weapon, and it would be a gun with a cape on it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I got the new super weapon. Yeah. 
I found it. I just I created it. It'd be Superman's cape on a gun on an AK-47 that was plastic that then had a bang thing come you out. You take the cape off and put glasses on it. Now it's just a normal gun. Just a normal, it's a normal gun. Now it's a disguise super weapon. You can't even see. It's <laughs> concealed. It's the difference between a rifle and an assault rifle. The regular rifle has the glasses on. It's concealed, you know? It's actually a defensive wipe rifle. The teachers need to have them to be a good teacher at school. <laughs> they're not assault, they're defense. How did you feel about the hysteria uh, surrounding your house and my area specifically? Are you ta- you're back to the fires? Yeah. Um, well, if people don't, people must know. Well, maybe not everyone knows. Okay, so if you didn't know, uh, audience. there was fires in Maui, Hawaii, and 100 people died. That which is a tragedy, and then there's fires here in Kelowna, and nobody died. Which is yeah, not... just fifty structures. I think two hundred. Some of those are oh, two hundred now. Two two hundred ha- uh, structures, homes. Which isn't homes. They include shed as a structure and all that stuff. So I don't know how many homes. Your dog house. Yeah, literally, <laughs> for real. Uh, so yeah, we had fires that came pretty close to our place. Uh, we were my specific house was not evacuated that street across the street across the park so my uh house looks across the street to a tennis court and on the other side of the tennis court that was the cutoff for the fires it was very smoky for the evacuation for the evacuation yeah for the evacuation or was that the, for the alert no that was for the alert then you're on alert that area wasn't evacuated. and then like two yeah. blocks up the road they were evacuated the police i could see the police barricade where you were not allowed to go past mm-hmm. which uh this happened to me already in 2003. I was evacuated for fires in my old house when I was uh, in high school. Um, what was it like? It was... Because you were at one point the only one in your house, right? Yeah. Because everyone else left. Yeah. Well, so my one roommate who's not lived through this before was terrified. Absolutely freaking out. And I had to deal with her too. And she was like, I need you to be a sounding board. And then I didn't tell her what she wanted to hear. Yeah. And she's like, I don't think you're taking this seriously. And I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, because first of all, it's nowhere near me. It wasn't life and death. That's she was acting like it was life and death. And also, it had to jump some serious. All of Kelowna's destroyed barriers to get to me. Yeah, to get to me, all of Kelowna is is on fire, and they're not going to let that happen. And if it is, I can still leave. We just walk down the road. If it gets down, yeah, I'm right by the lake. So she she's trying to get me to pack up all my like. Was, uh, yeah, all my records and all all my stuff that I, I'm like I'm not doing that. It's a make work project, Kyle. It makes people who are helpless feel like they're doing something. I think that's what she was doing. Maybe, but she they also left. Yeah, they went to Alberta. Uh, no, they went to fucking. They went to the border, Grand Forks. I guess Grand Forks is Kootenays. Yeah. Um, what did I think? I I didn't. I wasn't really that concerned. I didn't think you were. Um, but I also was, it's very depressing. It's very just like, it, I was, it was very depressing. It's, it's like, uh, 200 or so, I don't know, 50 people maybe lost their homes, which is terrible. Yeah. And then the thing that's the most depressing is <laughs> it just seems like the, 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 the plan is like, this is going to be the rest of your life. Every, every summer, it's going to get hot and fires are going to encroach on your where you live. Until that burns. Until it burns yeah. down. Well, that's the natural order of things, essentially. <laughs> well, when you suppress fires, it builds up like a, what do they say, a tinder base? A tinder box, yeah. A tinder box, and then it makes it uh, more inevitable each year. 
you were t- Tinder base is what probably what they call it. No, I don't know. It's Tinder something. I guessed the second word. A Tinder box is just like the colloquialism, yeah. or like I lit up like a Tinder box. It's like before you had lighters, well, they used to have. You used to carry a box of shit that was flammable that you could start like a fire if you had to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a couple of rocks that sparked if you yeah. hit properly. Yeah, that's yeah. a Tinder box. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, Kyle. We are in Ezra chapter nine, and this I is... I don't like this format. Why? We have to. We've already talked long about the fires. All right. What else do you have to say? Did you see any of the damage? No, I... We were... Whenever... When we were watching it from the comedy mm-hmm. club, right? And everyone's like, it's awesome. I fucking hate it. When people are like, oh, it's... Aw-. When people who have nothing go, oh, that's awesome. And fires encroaching on people's... Yeah. Multiple comics. <sighs> it looks. I like it because it looks cool. I mean, devastating communities, but for your ten minutes of visual enjoyment. If you're going to take the very literal interpretation of the word "awesome," inspires awe. It does meet that criteria. It still bothered me. Yeah, I'm just trying I, to be I generous. I didn't see the. I didn't see the damage. I wa- I only <laughs> drove by. I tried to go drive. I tried to be a looky loo today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they still have it barricaded off. I guess it's not completely out. And then I drove, I had to drive to the airport to take my mom to the airport. And um, I saw at least just six places where there used to be homes just completely. Really? Just like leveled? Like there's nothing there. Some burned out cars in the driveways. Shit. The forests are like, the ground is just black. And the trees, most of the trees are still standing. It didn't seem like the trees burned down. Like, their bases are black, and then their all their pines are gone. So they're skeletons of trees, but they don't look like they're like they got put out. I, I uh, like they don't look like they. You know how if they didn't you burn burn to the core, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you you know when you burn a match, you know that trick where you burn a match and you hold it upside down, then you grab the other end, you burn a whole match out, and then you have a match that's completely burned. Mm-hmm. They. The last fire I saw, the trees look like that. Like you could go up and kick them and they'd fall over. Yeah. These look like the trees are fucked. They're dead still, but they didn't look like they were just totally. They're going to rot now. Yeah, probably. So we got them put out. One thing that I was happy about was I remember a couple of years ago when our fire chief resigned, the Kelowna fire chief, and he wrote in his resignation letter, Wilden going to be a problem. Uh, there's only two means of uh, ingress, egress. From this place, and if there's a fire there, it'll be a big deal. So and that's where it jumped the lake. It did to the other side of the lake, which was unbelievable, by the way. Oh, I told it's so crazy. My roommate that was freaking out. I was like, she's like, oh, the fires, oh, it's terrible. I'm like, look, it's on the other side of the lake. It's not going to jump the lake. It can't jump the lake. It's like over a kilometer and a bit, and it jumped. that's shocking. It jumped the lake. That is sh- literally shocking. So that's when, well, not that's, jump the lake and spot fire, jump the lake and run away fire immediately. Burn down, I think, a few, three or four houses on this side. Crazy. Yeah. Um, Did you see? I that's was, when she, that's when, that's when she was like, I don't trust anyone anymore because everyone was telling her it's no big deal. And then it was there. And then we, uh, I never had the position. It wasn't a big deal. It's just that you have to decide the probability of what's going to happen and what you can do if it does. So I, I drove with someone to get their fucking cats out of their house because I was like, you're one way, where your cats are is one way in, one way out. Yeah. It's very improbable that it gets there, but if it does, they're dead. Yeah. 
So would you take the 1% chance that I think that it's going to burn down and leave your cats there? Because your cats are fucking annoying. Where was it? Um, on the other side of the street on the west side. So the other side of the highway. So You drove up there? Yeah. <laughs> did you, Dude, and did over it feel, there. Did it feel risky? No. Where he's talking about is right where the fire was. Other side like of the, the, other side of the road, though. Okay, but other side of the, you the couldn't road. You could see it. It's two lanes. Yeah, but you couldn't even see. You couldn't see the fire. Okay, the fire you could see smoke looked and, like yeah. Mount fucking Doom. It mm-hmm. lo- literally looked like Mount Doom coming over the ridge, and you could see it creep down the mountain. Over the course of six hours, it burned an entire mountain down. It's still burning now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would have never gone to go get those cats. But there's always ways out. There's four directions you can drive from that area. Once you're there, you just can't get up and down. <laughs> So if we got stuck up, we'd be fucked. We still would be fucked. I would run down. I mean, people burn to death. I'm not gonna outrun a fire, but there'd be enough warning. There's. Do you think I would? Yes, you easily. are fine. So easily, I, it's hard to say, but easily. But dude, how come nobody dies in Canadian forest fires? Literally, no one in like even our worst ones. I want seven hundred bucks, dude. What do you mean? For all the tragedies and fucking whole, the Hawaii shit, they just gave everyone seven hundred dollars. I mean, I'd have $700. There's some... Have you heard the... Uh, listen to any of the conspiracies involving... Jewish space lasers? No. I never heard that one. Is that a real one? What A UFC fighter said, let's just call it what it is. Jewish space the, lasers? Yeah. I get where that comes from because... Space, we were just talking about space drones. I was totally joking, but all that stuff earlier, I had no idea that was a real thing. That's goofy. But, I mean, it comes from the weapons that that Israel is designing all the time. Now, I don't think it's Jewish space lasers. <laughs> I don't understand the I don't understand the motivation for that. Even in even in a conspiracy theory level, I don't understand except for the Jews control the world, which I also don't believe. And space. And space. And the lasers. <clears throat> we have space lasers though. I mean that the design for space laser we have lasers mm-hmm. and we have the ability to put stuff in space. So the concept of a space laser, we could do that. We could do it. To what degree, I don't know. But we can definitely make a space laser. Okay. Human beings. Now, are you going to make a super weapon without ever any country noticing and launching into orbit? I highly... Uh, any country or humanity noticing? It's not noticing? a super weapon, dude. It's a minor... It's like a... What's the opposite of a super weapon? Like a... Like Regular a, weapon? No, like a very... In, like we were talking about the fucking... Force fire drones. It's mm-hmm. a, it's just like it just shoots a little laser and just starts a fire and they just start twenty fires. Well, that's air. totally doable. Yeah, is that a super weapon? But or? I I heard no, that's not. But I heard I heard it was an accidental fire caused by a super weapon that they have mounted around underneath Hawaii or something. Because there's it a vol- the volcano. Because yeah, because no, they're harnessing the power of volcanoes or something like that. You know, that's interesting. Why haven't we thought of that? Harnessing the power of the elements that we constantly try to do. Like Captain Planet. And what we get out of the sun is one one billionth of the energy. If we have a piece of engineered carbon to the utmost utmost of humanity's skills over a billion years, we can barely... How does that compare to a leaf? What do you mean? The efficiency? Yeah. It's got to be way, way worse. (laughs) It can't be. Who would win? All a of our leaf <laughs> or engineered nanocarbon, <laughs> fucking silver. or one thin green boy. <laughs> Do you know what though? There probably doesn't have to be since there's so much energy from the sun. There probably doesn't have to be that much uh, absorption for 
trees and stuff, but still, I bet you leaves win. It's hard to out-engineer nature. We kind of just steal all their ideas and try to do them half, 50%. Um, here, so, we're in Ezra chapter 9. And this is Ezra's prayer about interracial marriage. Oh, but the, sorry, the big thing that I heard about the conspiracy, that's like that one-side conspiracy theory in Hawaii. Yeah. It's like super, super weapon, weapon caused the fires. And the other one is just, which seems plausible. Now, I don't know the... I don't know the validity of any of these claims, but they're from people I think say mostly truth. Okay. So this that, uh, this one comes from Jimmy Dore in the podcast I was just okay. listening to. So apparently the fires that uh, occurred there, that there's, I've heard this multiple times that they were turning people back mm-hmm. and that they weren't letting firefighters in to fight the fires. Could be a lot of reasons for those. Turning people away seems fucking crazy, but those are just eyewitnesses accounts, which I don't trust at all. But the areas the fire burned were protected areas in Hawaii because you know there's a big you you might know this from the locals and uh, the local uh, Hawaiians and their protected land and the agreements they made versus the development. Similar to what we got going on here. Yeah, versus the development that went on and made Hawaii a profitable place and worth more than almost any place in the States. So there's that battle going on, and this land was protected, and the only way they're allowed to develop it is if it got completely destroyed. So now once... Now, I'm not saying they set the fires. That yeah. doesn't have to be. But it kind of seems like they might have let it burn to displace the people there so then they could vent, then clean it up. Once you do the environmental cleanup and invest that money in it, you can develop it in a way that you're saying is for an eco... I'm developing it for eco reasons, ecological reasons, but you're really developing it to make profit and a, a lot of people think the government in hawaii has been long corrupt is a general sentiment i watched the press release as far as turning people back and this reporter i found like, it hard to believe it was like day it was like day two or three after the worst day and uh, this reporter asked a really fucking pointed i thought cunty question of like uh why are you telling people to stay off the roads and stay in their houses you should be you know, people were burned alive, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Sounds hysterical already. Well, that's the, the tone, I don't remember exactly what he said. The tone of the question was like, why were you telling two different messages to the same, the people? And what were the two messages? I didn't get that. There was stay in your, stay where you are, or you have to get out of there. And there was two different messages. And then the uh, mayor came on and said, for tourists, we were saying stay where you are because where would else would you go? You have to stay in your hotels. And at that time, the hotels weren't and threatened. And burn alive. Well, the hotels weren't <laughs> threatened. They were on the safe Dude, part. that's the scariest place to but be. Then, in a fucking hotel. You're on the 20th floor of a fucking hotel. <laughs> During a fire, you're it, dead. Watching have you ever seen people you. try to leave a building? Oh, yeah. they Everyone dies. They get crammed at the door and everyone dies. You watch it. That's the last fucking place there's, I'd be in a fucking There's that nightclub fire in uh, New That's York. Exactly. Yeah. Shit like that. People jumping down like 20-story railings trying to climb down the middle parts. and <laughs> Fuck. So, no, or 9-11 yeah. when it was actually on fire. Yeah, it's bad. People jumping out the window. Well, they, okay, so the hotels weren't A lot of threatened. people got out of there, too, though. Yeah, so the people who died were all in the residential part, which they said to leave. But and all at the same time, Hawaii, this is what the mayor said. I don't understand this, but I'm going from memory here. He basically said, we have basically two roads in and out of there, and we didn't want them clogged. So we told a certain area to 
evacuate in a certain area to stay put. But people didn't listen, and everyone, it was chaos. Everyone and left. Ro- and the roads got blocked. And plus, they're trying to get fire crews in while people are trying to leave. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't there. Fair enough. But as far, uh, just to your first point of, like, they were telling people to stay or leave. They, they did. I, there were official messages that said both things. Stay I, where you are. And I understand and that. But what I don't believe in those scenarios is that the motivation is we don't care if these people die. And in fact, we'd rather make money and have, yeah, they're die. trying to save. People. I don't believe that. Yeah. That's crazy. But people take the fact that that may be true. And they assume the motive is sinister evil all the time. Even, even motivated by money exclusively, people don't consider themselves a bad person. So they're not going to be like these deaths that are directly in front of my fucking face. I'm going to push these people back into the fire effectively. I don't believe that one bit. Now, in the case of like, are we going to do we spend 10 billion on vaccines? And now the results are coming out that that maybe they weren't so good for you. No, I'm just saying that type of thing. I can see a corporation doing. Yeah, I can't see a human being doing it on a one to one level. A corporation is because you can made up of human beings. But the. My point is, in a corporation, you can defer responsibility all the time. Yeah. Internally to yourself. You're like, I'm not the one making this decision. And it gets deferred until it gets made. And no one in their mind considers themselves responsible. Yeah. But I can't see a cop (laughs) pushing people back into a fucking fire zone. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, go back. I can't. I can't see it. You have to be an evil person. And I don't really believe that there's that many evil people. You're in a designated burning zone. You have to go back. That I can't wrap my head around. I don't because how do you, could you rationalize that internally as a person <laughs> that you didn't kill that person following orders? Yeah, well, that's and the, the easiest one. Yeah, because I was following orders. All right, we're in Ezra chapter but then, nine. But then at the top of that, you need like a Hitler. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's everyone. Has, someone has to be making the orders, dude. Most people at the top are. I shouldn't say most. The type of person that wants to do that selects for psychopaths. No, I agree. Yeah. But I don't even think there's a lot more psychopaths just statistically than I realize. And I'll, I'm, that doesn't mean you're evil either. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what psychologist was talking about this, how many psychopaths there are in the world and what function they would have had in uh, what valuable function. There's also negatives to most, a lot of everything. Well, they drag things. society forward. Most great men, I think, would have been psychopaths. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. So. And it's weird. I look up to those types of people. Well, I used to, and now I'm like conflicted about it. Like, why do I think Genghis Khan is cool? You can he's have an, both. Though. He's an asshole. You can have both. Well, like Hitler, I don't like at all. Genghis That's Khan, it's too close. I like too close, a, a little bit. Caesar, too I close. like a little bit. Too close. Well, too also, new. I guess they won too. What's that? They What's won and got to write the history. So Hitler was like, did Genghis Khan win? Yeah. By spreading his bloodline. But eventually yeah. the Mongols lost. Okay, well, if you take a long view, everyone fucking loses. But they won. Hitler in- killed six million Jews. Well, they the- won in their own lifetime. Hitler lost in his own lifetime. Yeah, that's true. Genghis Khan won the greatest, biggest empire in the land empire of all time. Rome, you know, control of the known world at the time. Alexander the Great, you know. Just, and also, uh, just, I think, biologically, uh, at least men. Probably some women, but I think mostly men are just designed to like a battle. And we aspire, and we, uh, 
I guess aggrandized people who did that really, really well. Like now it's UFC, football, hockey. We we've we've regular relegated it to choice. To people games. choose the yeah. games where people choose to do Which, it. If if they were to take that away, <laughs> society would break down. Honestly, I th- I literally think that. I believe that too. Because there was a there was also. Uh, a psychological study that said people get the same level of adrenaline and dopamine from watching sports as they do playing it. Which for me, it doesn't exist because I don't have that fantasy that I'm well, fucking on their team. Well, you also played. I think the people that weren't that good picked the, picked the team and then they. My friends that played high level still do it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think I'm just. I'm a, I think I have a weird brain that doesn't like that because all my other friends, some better than me at sports, some worse. Yeah. They all have that. I just think it's dumb. I I do it like for fun. I can't care at all about what someone else is doing. I pretend to care. You know, I I could train for an amateur boxing match at 40 years old or I'm fucking fat and out of shape against some other 40 year old fat and out of shape. And I could care about that more than anything else in my life. But I couldn't care about the best players in the world playing football against each other, you know, because there's nothing to do with me. Yeah. I don't know. Pick a sh- wear the same shirt as them, and then all of a sudden that might dude. you're part of them. If I'm in a bar and everyone's drinking and we're all wearing the same shirt, <laughs> then, then I might get into it. Someone comes wearing the other shirt. Oh, that we kick his ass, yeah. beat the fucking shit up. All right, so here we are in Ezra chapter nine. Um, after these, th- do you remember what we read about last week, Kyle? No, not even close. So they returned to Jerusalem. They had all the different Jews. They brought that. Outrageous the, the amount of silver and with, gold. The problem with the Bible and me remembering it, I feel like I can remember a lot more things in my life than I can the Bible. I don't have a good memory. But the problem is there's so many frequencies in the Bible. This, I'm going to call these stories frequencies. <laughs> you know when you play frequencies against each other, they can cancel each other out on wavelengths? Sure. Okay, if you... if you A frequency can cancel <laughs> itself out if it's on the exact same wavelength because it hits each other and... Right. So you're just saying these stories. It's like how noise canceling headphones work. It's- yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every story's <laughs> the fucking same over and over again. So I have no idea what happened last week because it's probably the Jews were good and then they fucked up and now they're not anymore. And God might be, be nice to them today, but tomorrow he's not going to be. You're learning. No, that's what it is. I feel like I'm not learning. That is. I feel that, like that I'm, is I'm getting my. Is. I feel like this is how you erase people's minds. <laughs> You know what I mean? Just say the same thing over and over again until all I want to do is burn that book. I should have threw that in dude, the fucking forest. We're almost halfway through. And, dude, if it keeps going, by two-thirds of the way through, your mind will be erased. And then the last third. I'll just get indoctrinated by Jesus. And then you're like, oh, <laughs> I get it. That might be. This might be ancient, uh, like an ancient genius. Hypnotist? Hypnotism. Where they just lull you. In the like, they found you know they said the pyramids are built with frequencies, but they can't explain how. Sure. And they can't replicate it. <laughs> so then they go. It was it was long lost psych. Uh, what's it called? Did you can control things in your mind? Uh, telekinesis. Telekinesis. It's a long lost ability. The people, humans before us, had the technology to control mm. things with their mind, and then you're like, replicate that with any technology we have today. You know how we can replicate lots of different forms of light that we can't perceive and wavelengths and radio and stuff that we can't perceive and we can measure it and produce it yeah, just do any of that <laughs> and move a stone like go fuck yourself i i hate those people but anyways that <laughs> so after so 
the Jews came back from Jerusalem. They brought all their gold and silver and stuff. And then a bunch of them started the temple again. They had a big sacrifice and a big party. Okay. That's what's going on here. Was this because of the, the, the king commanded it or was this before? So they remember this. This is like. So you have a, a hard, I have a hard time remembering if this is the. If they're getting the. This, this, what the, what's the word I'm looking for? Because the king said they were going to get proc, proclamated that they were going to get a bunch of stuff. Yeah, all the stuff and to build the temple. they're getting it now. Yeah, they did. They built because the temple. they've been protected. They okay. built the temple. Mm-hmm. They had the party. They're having the party. Okay. And so they sacrificed a bunch of cows. They all did the worship. They had they appointed all the guys. So they're back in Israel. The temple's rebuilt and everything's great. It's like, so now it's kind of like party's over. Long weekend's over. We got to go back to the office on Tuesday. That's okay. where they are. You got to look story. people in the eyes. Yeah. With the, knowing the shit you Yikes. did. Yeah. Dude, fucking. Did a couple bubblers. years in Babylon. Did a couple bubblers. <laughs> Gonna have to look Janice in the eyes now. <laughs> so after these things had been done, the leaders came to me and said, me being Ezra. Ezra? Ezra. Uh, <laughs> I thought you meant Israel. No. Oh, okay. It says Israel, but it, I meant Ezra. After these things have been done, the leaders came to me and said, the people of Israel, including the priests and the Levites, have not kept themselves separate from the neighboring peoples with their detestable practices, like those of the Canaanites, Hittites, Perizzites, Jebusites, Ammonites, Moabites, Egyptians. Perizzites. Okay. I was like, that's, does it, is it spelt parasite? No, it's Perizzites. Okay. P-E-R-I-Z-Z-I-E. T-E-S. Um, Egyptians, Ammonites. They have taken some of their daughters as wives for themselves, and their sons have mingled with the holy race and the peoples around them. What's the whose sons? Any of those Because the Jews are the holy race, right? Yeah. So the Canaanites, Hittites, Pepersites, Jebusites, okay. Ammonites. They all, they're all fucking the Jews. They've been Yes. Well the problem with the Jews is not the problem, but the thing about the Jews. <laughs> the problem with fun. Jews is <laughs> no. the thing about the Jews is uh the Jews have the best titties. Jewess. The Jubes are the, the heavies. They're the best. They got so the heavies. They really do. And if you if you mingled any other race and then you see giant luscious Jewish tits, you're gonna you're not gonna be able to fucking not mingle. You're gonna have to mingle have a little bit. Have you seen the size of Ben Shapiro and then the size? Oh my of his god, sisters? dude! Crazy. So many, by the way. Like so many beautiful giant tits, and then they're all Jews. Beautiful. Okay, I was like, I used to think I liked big noses, but I think I liked the giant tits that came with the big nose. (laughs) (laughs) Can we point out here how fucking straight up racist this is? Uh, So it's the detestable practice of mixing with your neighbors. And um, it says have mingled with the holy race. This is straight up Zionism. This is straight up Jew supremacy right here. Mm -hmm. Big time. And well, we know, dude, the, what's annoying to me is my mom and people in my life are like, just, just worship Jews. Like they're like, yeah, Jews are rad. Do they? Yes. My mom's often has told me that she's wished she was Jewish really? and I go, why? And she goes, well, uh, no reason. And I go, cause the Bible says, <laughs> the Bible says and she's best. like, yeah, well, partly that I'm like all that. And then I'm like, mom, how fucked up is it that God has a, f- a favorite? No, no, no. He doesn't have a favorite. I'm like, yes, he does. And then she goes, no, 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 it's like a firstborn child. I'm like, you do that's know- the favorite. And I was like, do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> and also, that's the favorite. And it is the favorite. That's why you ruined Caleb. <laughs> Spoiled. 
Jews. My grandpa also loves Jews, but it's for different reasons. He grew up in a Jewish neighborhood and they had all the money. Stereotypically. <laughs> the the richest neighborhood in Winnipeg, which is beautiful. Yeah. And it's like uh, all these old mansions. They're not mansions today's mansions because they're small because people build giant houses now. But they're still very impressive. But they're beautiful old stonework. Anyways, he grew up in near that area and all his friends were Jews and they all had money. And he likes money, my grandpa. So he loves Jews. So regardless of what happens in like whatever he hears on the news for like Israel, Palestine, he's like, there's fucking these <laughs> Palestinians are fucking. Has Dude, no, that's how my family has is. Has no idea what's going just, on. But from yeah. church reasons, they're like, "Well, Israel has to be a nation," and they said everyone would attack, and it doesn't matter that Israel's provoking everybody. <laughs> and if they attack Israel, that's the end times, and we have to side with Israel. But the thing is, like, the more I looked into it a little bit, just because I wanted to hear interviews on both sides. Oh, it's I like tit hearing, for tat for it is it a hundred years. Both. Yeah, it's both. It's a hundred years because if you get down to it, right. You're like, one side says, this is what they did, and they were wrong. The other side, this is what they did, and they're wrong. And they talk about solutions. And very few. There's some people that have, that I agree with the end, what, what they want and what could be done. But almost every single person, when pushed, goes, I want the other race wiped out. Yeah. I want me to get my stuff back. And they're like, what would that take? And they're like, yeah. well, you got to disperse them through violence, whatever it takes. Yeah. And they're like, so you, you want, if they had to die to get it, would you? And they're like, yes. So you want... A race wiped out. You both want that. How could you see a resolution in there? That's Especially if you're Palestinian. No offense. You're losing the technological battle. I probably wouldn't have. I understood. You, there's people that got their homes forcibly taken. Yeah. But to think you're going to win the violence war, the war of violence. Uh, I mean, the I the can't see it happening. No, I don't see that. The, the, whoever wins the violence war is who cares the most. And who's willing to commit the most violence? But but the Palestinians don't have the technology that so the Jews do. You have to be so either. So how do you win that? You, I mean, they're literally. I mean, I shouldn't speak for anybody else, but I've heard people talk about it's exactly like you said, a race war, a war of extermination. So I will resist till I'm dead. So kill me. Mm -hmm. So then now that's what it is. Yeah. That's where like Sun Tzu and Machiavelli said, destroy your enemy completely. So. And, those, and, and we the, live in the modern era, and you can't anymore. You can't just go to and kill everybody in no. within. A, It'd know, also be impossible. Two rivers without between, nuking in between yeah. two rivers. Well, they used to do that. We'll yeah. kill everybody in between <laughs> these two rivers, and now we live here. And we have modern day issues like that here too, in uh, with like territory disputes. They're kind of coming up again. And now all we do in Canada is acknowledge it, as if that does anything. Hey, well, put a sign up with some question marks. <laughs> Look at how many apostrophes and commas are on this fucking word. It's, it sucks. Other people, there's been, been disputes over territory since human beings existed. And is, if you go back any amount of time, it wasn't whoever's you think it was, right? So whatever you're fighting for is complicated because there's new people that are deserved to be there and there's old people that don't, but they both occupy the same territory. So if you kill all of them, half the people didn't deserve it, no matter what you do. Yeah, it's terrible. So then what do you do? You're totally right. Right? When people talk so about then what do you do? indigenous peoples, you're like, indigenous, like they were always here. 
Well, they were here before us, yeah. but they weren't always and here. And then who was before them? Are they indigenous? And then you find out they had territory disputes where yeah. they wiped out most of the, they genocided most of the other people around them because, not because they're savages, because that's, that's what every human being as a tribe has done forever is wipe out the people nearest to them that doesn't do what they say. <laughs> It's kind of what we've done. And it's fucked up. It's exactly. But what do you do about it? Well, God says. You just kind of have to agree. We're all going to play. We have to be a democracy because no one's going to agree 100%. So we have to agree on some kind of majority. And you have to allow people to move to where they agree with the majority. Kind of. And that's about it. So pick a team. Or you just top down suppress everybody. Yeah, but that never works forever. It works for like 20 years. A bit. It'll work. Top-down ruling works until the everyone dies or everyone revolts. I don't revolts. think our generation or the one younger than us has what it takes to fucking successfully revolt. You think we're going to get lulled into mind control with our phones and AI? And no, I I just think that it's going to be one of those things that fade complete by the time people are like, "Hey, what do you mean I can't fucking fly out of Canada for the rest of my life?" You're like, "Well." All your your entire social credit score is on here, and we know everything about you. And you have no money, and you're totally dependent. But on who's the enacting that? Um, who like what do you mean? So it's the generation before us that's enacting those policies, right? Or our generation? Or our generation, sure. And then the next one doesn't have, or ours doesn't have the ability to fight it. Mm-hmm. But then what happens when they all die? We come into power. We just continue it because it's the status quo. Yes. I mean, I th- I think it becomes an institution where it's almost nobody can stop it. It it's is big... impo- almost impossible to repeal things, when, laws when they've been enacted. We know that. But once something gets put in, it's very, very, very hard to get it out. And once, yeah, once that system's locked in, it's bigger than like. Yeah. I think it, fair enough. I mean, I'm not. I actually, I was, I was about to say, I think in China, like, how could you break it? Do you think? You think there's a ten well, people in charge of that, or do you think there's a no, thousand, no, or do you think no, no, no. I th- it doesn't matter? You I think agree. they could stop it if they wanted to. I don't think I don't think uh, the society can stop it. I think it stops itself. So, uh, for example, if you go against, if you try to control and go against the the needs and wants of a giant group of people against their will, they will accept it for some time. But I think society starts to break down. So for one thing that's happening in China is they're forcing people to build buildings and create fake work for people, right? And they're building new areas, trying to move people into them. Have you seen what's happening to those buildings? No. They're not even that old now. They're completely crumbling because there's no infrastructure or capitalism around them supporting their and people are their just creation. doing a shit job Yes, they don't it, care. The, the responsibility of having an effective structure is being deferred and deferred and deferred because it's being forced to happen. So they're going, we don't have the money for it. Doesn't matter. Build it anyway. So now you, that gets deferred. And uh, down the line, the concrete you can grab with your hand and take chunks off the wall. That's not good. Right? So that put steel that's in there. going to collapse. So they try, also China, they tried to control their population. Ended up killing all the women, right? Mm-hmm. At a two to one ratio. He's talking about the one child policy. One child policy. And it's, and it's hitting a tipping point in the next 10 years that they're going to have a giant population crisis trying to control the people. Both of those things are complete societal crumbling measures, right? That took place that are going to cause their entire society to crumble, in my opinion, and other people's. And I can't see China. People think China is going to be the next superpower based on what? They don't create anything original. 
And everything they build is cheaper and worse almost exclusively because they're forcing people to do it. All right. I think like capitalism comes through failure, right? Most businesses fail, mm-hmm. 80, 90% of them. But that's what creates good products. They're supposed to, they're not supposed to fail because so, there's no designer. It's just that if you want the best thing to come out of it, most things have to fail because most people have bad ideas. And most people, even, even really intelligent people, most of their ideas are bad. Which is a weird thought to have. Like an Elon Musk that everything he does works mm-hmm. is one in a, a trillion. Even even the best people, uh, the best minds of our time that created the most impactful stuff, Amazon and stuff. Amazon was an accident. A smart guy that pivoted over and over again that had failures before. Pivot. Right? And I just, I can't see, a, I think China, because of the biggest their biggest trading partner is the United States, gets to, gets to intellectually backbone the 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 free thinking capitalism uh innovation with with their po- population control can make everything cheaper but i think that has a short i think it has a short expiry i don't think it lasts i don't i, I don't i don't see how it could <laughs> okay imagine this if there's a war let's let's try to create some completely fictional another space race but the space race was to build a mega super weapon laser to control the world just like there was a race for that's happening fine just like there was a race for uh the nuclear bomb mm-hmm. right Manhattan. which also people say that the united states faked the the early detonations of the nuke to try and scare the other countries all that stuff which dude could, everything's could fake dude you can just say the oh you're a liar what's but real then? i can't imagine a country like china could innovate faster in a completely controlled society because how does that happen because the the people you have that are at the top didn't get there through attrition of capitalism of failure but they you, got there because they what got if you take an there. idea that's 80 percent done and then you just that's what they're doing yeah so, so you could finish an idea but you can't innovate you can't innovate. Every idea is built off something, but you can't innovate from 5%, is Dude, what I'm saying. If they steal the AI and get it to work before us, whoever gets the first but weaponized even, AI. Even then, I don't think. And I don't think, I'm of the opinion in AI that there's going to be lots of different AI. That there's not going to be one type of AI. Like chess engines? Yeah, exactly. Or they have to fight at each least other? In, at least in our lifetime. Well, we have to fight. Okay, whatever. Let's get back to the Bible here. So... Ezra, so they've married sons and daughters from different tribes, and this is how. Do you, how do you think they feel good about that or not? I think that's good, right? That's how you unite. When I heard cultures, this, right? When I heard this, but this, isn't that historically how you unite cultures? Um, no. Well, by marrying off like royalty, so you're like now your fucking oh, yeah, son yeah. is married to. Now you're, we don't fight anymore because we're that. family, right? There's that. Or now you have you steak kill on both sides. all the males and then <laughs> yeah, the rape the females too. and then. They were never that society, and they're your society now. Okay, that works too. When I heard this, Ezra, Ezra speaking, Ezra speaking, when I heard this, I tore my tunic and cloak, I pulled my hair from my head and beard, and sat down appalled. Then everyone who tre- then everyone who trembled at the words of the God of Israel gathered around me because of this unfaithfulness of the exiled. And I sat there appalled until the evening sacrifice. So Ezra thinks it's disgusting. He gets back and they have this big party and then he realizes everyone's a half breed and they're not pure. Yeah, because they're not. Now what does that happen? So if you're if you're a Jew uh lady and you give birth, your kids are still Jewish, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. But the other way 
Now your kids are no longer Jewish. No. Watered I, well, down at this money. time, they're pit, like, if the he says sons and daughters, so he's mad at the daughters. Oh, he's mad t- at everybody. Yeah. And then, if you're wondering what what why would he be so upset? What laws did they break? Let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter seven. Deuteronomy chapter seven verse three. Uh, I'm going to go to verse two. And when the Lord your God has delivered them over to you and you have defeated them, then you must destroy them totally. Make no treaty with them and show them no mercy. Do not intermarry with them. Do not give your sons or daughters or take their daughters for your sons. For they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. And the Lord's anger will burn against you and will quickly destroy you. This is what you are to do to them. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, cut down their Asherah poles, and burn their idols in fire. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the face of the earth as his treasured possession. So straight, that's just straight up biblical racism right there. I just want to point that out. Mm -hmm. Or... Uh, racism. racism might not be the same word because I'm pretty sure they're all the same. It's a very similar race. Ethnocentrism, yeah. uh, culturalism, <laughs> whatever. God's literally saying that you're better, Jews are better than everyone else. And that's why there's Jews today that think that. And that's why there's people today that hate Jewish people for no reason. Here's a fun thought experiment, I think. Okay, let's say you have, we both have kids and we're older. <laughs> okay. And our kids are old enough to date, right? Say they're in their early 20s. Well, and they're maybe at the age of getting married. If I had a daughter, mm-hmm. I would not treat her like a possession, that's for sure. What do you mean? I mean, I wouldn't beat your kid up if he had sex with her. You wouldn't beat my kid up? No. But they're in their 20s. Yeah. We're past that phase. Oh, I'm in my 30s. No, we're older. Okay. Where we have a 20-year-old kid, right? Okay. Like, and, and at whatever age in your mind you can consider your kid might get married. Okay. And they start dating a... F- a f- uh, a kid from, it doesn't matter what gender at all, a kid from the family in town that is known for being a bunch of fucking idiots. The whole family is a bunch of morons. They're known for that. You don't respect them. Okay. Are you upset? Uh, Do you I mean, try to prevent your son or daughter from marrying that fa- marrying into that family? In this hypothetical scenario. In a completely hypothetical. It's like I think I, ha- I think I have to be. I mean, like, hypothetically, that's, mm-hmm. isn't that just human nature? Mm-hmm. But... Uh, it's really hard for me to put myself in the position of a parent because well, me too, honestly, but yeah, because I'm so <sighs> I have such a negative outlook on things. I was that... trying to, I was trying to think of besides racism because I don't think it's racism, more tribalism than racism. And I don't think it's racism in this example, besides racism, what reason would you have for wanting to stop that? Yeah, he's a moron. The, guy's, would, a, the yeah. guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, so that's the example I came up with. But they, like back in the Bible times, you might be like, we have advanced shit for the time. These people are fucking morons, you assume. Yeah. doesn't have to be true. You just yeah. have to assume it to have that feeling. So you're like, that's why we're upset. You're watering down our gene pool. Well, that's the whole thing. Strives. With fucking idiots, because you're idiots. <laughs> you guys have accomplished nothing. There's more violence, right? Well, it doesn't even have to be true. It just has to be a perception. It's 
it's funny in this context the jews had been taken over remember they've mm-hmm. been complete- uh, that, I, that's why i said it's hypothetical so, so he's they, they think they're better regardless now they're getting <laughs> yeah they've been totally just dis- <laughs> the only reason we didn't take you over is because god let us get taken into prisoner captivity for a hundred years and then the and then god also told your king to let us go with all of our stuff <laughs> Thank you, by the way, I guess. Get, then we get back, and all of you guys are fucking each other. Clearly not supposed to do that. And, oh, man, the other thing, we touched on this earlier, but there's modern-day racists. If you're a racist and you listen to this podcast, whatever race you think you are, you're not that. There's no racists. Yeah. There's almost no racists in the world anymore. What are the okay? So what are the what are the fucking Ku Klux Klan guys these days? Like they're racists. Okay, so but the, there's the dwindling dip. Dwindling. Dwindling. It's. I mean, I mean, if you read the news, it seems like there's racists everywhere. Yeah, it does, but <laughs> there isn't. Even even when I was younger, there was Ku Klux Klan rallies openly in public all the time. Not all, all the, the time. All the Not time. all the time, but like once a year. Where you lived? No, like on TV, there'd be a on protest. They yeah. take over a bridge, but they'd get the permits for, it and then they do it. That doesn't even exist anymore. Sure. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. I think I think with uh, global, uh, I guess, reach with more global reach with with technology, I think racism is dwindling. I think we're shifting our uh, prejudice into belief systems more than we are. I think we have a need to be prejudiced towards other people and tribal. I really think that's true. And I think before it was easy to be like, these people are different than me for this reason that I don't even have to think about. And I don't even have to look at them because I'm in my small town and they're not even here. Yeah. I just hate them. And we all get around and be like, aren't the blacks the worst? Right. (laughs) And you don't even have to see black people. You could just have that community based around hate for no reason because that probably makes a community stronger. Literally everyone I've talked to says they suck. So what am I supposed to think? That's what I'm saying. So you don't even have to think about it. But now it's kind of a prejudice of ideas where people go, if you believe this one thing, you're a moron in everything else you believe. And I think we're, I think as a society now we're doing that, which isn't, which isn't even worse. I think it's just as bad. I think it's the same. I don't think. I think I, it's just as bad. I remember the name of that fallacy from business school. It's called the halo effect. Oh, okay. It, it's Didn't so. Know that. Well, the halo effect is where you make a snap judgment on a person. It can be positive or negative. So let's say, like, uh, I, you know, you come in for a job interview and you put out your hand. You give me a solid handshake, and the first thing you tell me is uh, the last place you worked. You were a manager, uh, and you got all your you never missed a deadline mm-hmm. based on that. And I'm a, I'm like, wow, this guy never missed a deadline. And then on that, I just put your whole, this guy is an organized guy. And I just know that, you know what I mean? Yep. So based off a little bit of knowledge, you just come to this grandiose conclusion and it can be negative. Also, you come in and your hair's not done properly. This guy's unorganized. I can tell because his hair's not mm-hmm. done. Meanwhile, like everything else in your life. But if you had that prior perception of it, and like his hair must be messed up because he was working all night. Yeah, yeah it could be yeah. either way. No, no, no. But There's I just a, mean because of the initial. The halo effect is where you, I get a whole, in, like I get, I get this guy. You know, the person that's like, I know what this person is. Like when they mm-hmm. snap judgment. It. And sometimes those I people. I think are, I was pretty good at that. Well, they're intuitive. You can be intuitively right. Mm-hmm. But it is a fallacy that's very common. So, no, yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So I what, didn't know it was called the halo effect. The halo effect. When you just decide everything about a person's character or personality off one 
judgment. Uh, so Ezra's distraught. He's tearing his beard out. He's literally pulling his beard out. This fucking thing won't stop beeping. And uh, then at evening, evening sacrifice, I rose from my self-abasement. Dude, self-abasement, that's, that's a great word. What does that mean? It means he's ripping out his beard and his hair and tearing his clothes off and being like, why are Jews marrying non-Jews? Oh, he, I hate he's this. He's past tearing his clothes. He's like, I'm ripping other things. Well, yeah, beard out of his head. That's fucking crazy. And then in the evening... Because so, of little race mixing? Yeah, because he, he's pissed. <laughs> so he did this all day. And then it says, then at evening sacrifice, I rose from myself. Would you want to water down a bloodline with giant tits like that, though? Imagining yes, daughters. Think about their back tits. problems. Then in sixth generation, you got Jew fucking hunchback ladies. Yeah, and then you get the younger one. <laughs> then they you, came up. You don't with even the, worry about that. You just kick them out the camp. <laughs> and then in evening sacrifice, I rose from myself a basement with my tunic and cloak torn. And I fell on my knees with the, my hands spread out and to the Lord, my God. And I prayed, oh, my God, I am too ashamed and disgraced to lift up my face to you, my God, because oh Lord. there's just like commas and gods and lords everywhere. Um, because our sins are higher than our heads and our guilt has reached to the heavens from the days of our forefathers until now, our guilt has been great. Because of our sins, we, our kings, and our priests have been subjected to the sword and captivity, to pillage and humiliation, and the hand of foreign kings as it is today. But now, for a brief moment, the Lord our God has been gracious in leaving us a remnant and giving us a firm place in his sanctuary, and so our God gives light to our eyes and a little relief to our bondage, in our bondage. Nice. <laughs> Though we are slaves, our God has not deserted us in our bondage. He has shown kindness in the sight of the kings of Persia. He has granted us new life to rebuild the house of our God and repair its ruins. And he has given us a wall of protection in Judah and Jerusalem. But now, O oh our God, what can we say after this? For we have disregarded your commands. And you gave, you gave to you, your servants the prophets. And when you said, the land you are entering to possess is a land polluted by the corruption of its peoples. That is a fucking brutal line. When the la the land you're entering to possess is polluted by the peoples, that is straight up Hitler Wehrmacht. Like we, this is a war of ideological like of ideological proportions, and they all need to die. Yeah, that's genocide language. Not surprising. Or the Bible, really. I mean, not surprising, but, but just... It, I mean, it is surprising when they talk about it being the fucking God who loves everybody and blah, blah, blah. This land that I gave to you that other people live in... Remember the land that he, he gave them first had a famine in it, which is the most funniest fucking thing of all time? <laughs> yeah. At the very beginning, when Abraham was starting, God's like, I give you this land. It's all yours. Land of milk and honey. Yeah, famine right away. They had to <laughs> go to Egypt. Not a lot of milk and not a lot of honey. <laughs> they had to go to Egypt. <laughs> And the whole thing got off wrong-footed because God's land sucked. It's so fucking... It's still... It's... it's. If you just look at it like the Jews are getting fucked with nonstop, it's, it's the only kind way to, of funny. It's the only way to make sense. It's kind of funny. This is the promised land for you. It's full of everything you'd ever want. And then <laughs> famine and a bunch of people die. And then they get leave and then they come back. They're like, giants live I was just going to say, then there's giants... <laughs> 
Now you have to fight the biggest people that ever existed to get your land back. And then also, I'm going to fucking send people to come attack you every single year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's a good system. But now, oh, our Lord, what can we say after this? For we have disregarded your commands you gave through the servants of the prophets. And you said the land you are entering to possess is a land polluted by the corruption of its peoples. By their detestable practices, they have filled it with their impurity from one end to the other. This is real genocidal talk. When you start talking about detestable fucking vermin, fucking scum, those types of language, when you hear that in politics, that's when you got to get worried. That Because uh, following that language comes action. <laughs> Therefore, do not give your daughters in marriage to the sons of to their sons, or take their daughters for your sons. Do not seek a treaty of friendship with them at any Jesus time. Jesus Christ. Right? Are these the people that allowed them to build their temple, by the way, or are these different people? Uh, current day? No, just in this story. No. So this is like when they came back. So the Persians let them come back, and they came back, and all their immediate neighbors, the oh, ones okay. they've been fighting with forever, yeah. they're all intermixed mm-hmm. in the time that they've been gone. In the hundred years they've been gone, some of the Jews that went on slave that that left intermixed with their slaves. And everything's been great, probably. Yeah. You yeah. know, <laughs> everyone's trading with each other. Things have been more prosperous than ever. The Jews come back and go, "No, only us. We're the best ones. We're the best ones. No one else is allowed to fuck any of the other ones. Because God, because God loves us the most. As He's about to fucking murder a bunch of them for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. Therefore, do not give your daughters in marriage to their sons or take their daughters for your sons. Do not seek a treaty, seek a treaty of friendship with them at any time that you may be strong and eat the good things of the land and leave it to your children as an everlasting inheritance. What has happened to us as the result of our evil deeds and our great guilt? And yet, our God, you have punished us less than our sins have deserved. So he's like saying, hey, thanks for not completely destroying us because of this. And yet, our God, you have punished us less than we our sins have deserved. Uh, but thanks for punishing us, Daddy. And have given we did us deserve it. We've a been remnant very bad. like this. Shall we begin? Or so, shall we again break your commands and intermarry with peoples who commit such detestable practices? Would you not be angry enough with us to destroy us, leaving no remnant or survivor? O Lord, God of Israel, you are righteous. We are left in this day as a remnant. Here we are before you in our guilt, though because of not because of it, not one of us can stand in your presence. So this is a great example of God being completely wrong on by like norm like today's standards. Like just your intuition of like, isn't it kind of fucked up that God would say that somebody's above somebody else and it's weird that they should marry and that they should kill everyone? And then it just says right after, you are righteous. And then the dumbasses at church go, oh, I had it. I'm right. I had a sense there in my, in my I don't know, in my moral intuit. My conscience was a little bit tugging on my. In my human experiences, I've found that yeah. other people different than me are actually, uh, I learn from them more than I do hate and want to destroy them. But the Bible says. It's righteous. It's righteous to do so. Dude, that's the shit. That's kind of <laughs> shit where it's like, it does all. God's like a horrible piece of shit. And then he goes, in his righteousness. And the Christians go, see? Righteousness of the Lord. You know what I just realized? No one, you know what I just realized? No one does this for? This cultural segregation bullshit for food. 
I know. No one does it for food ever. You're like, if you find out another culture has some interesting food that you've never had before, you're like, oh my God, let's learn from this. <laughs> you know Dude, I mean? I've, let's try I've maintained for a long time, there's three things that transcend racism. Food, yeah. music, and hot yeah. chicks. Yeah. Dude, even the I most racist guy, even the most racist guy, I would never, fuck that, look at them titties. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fucking look at them titties. I need to take a pee break and then we'll, we'll come back, I guess. Come back to the page. Page. To the page. So we got uh, we to acknowledge the people who contribute to the Patreon. We got a new uh, got a new and faithful in the clan. What's what's our mid-stakes again? Though? I can't. Uh, uh, apostles, so prophets. Saint. Saint. Dude, a, a saint. Dude, a top. saint has been added to the canon. Hey, what's their name? No, not a saint. We got an apostle. Oh, an apostle. Well, we welcome apostle. to the Brotherhood, dude. Um, we got oh. an old uh, Bill Shire. Bill Shire. Welcome. Um, Bill. So may the Lord you, Bill. Bless, you, bless you and creep you. <laughs> and cause that's a little to, cultural uh, That's his, a little cultural appropriation that we're talking about right now. It causes his face to shrine <laughs> upon Rue. And uh, I don't know if we acknowledged this person before. It's been a while. I'm not sure. I don't remember doing it. But Landon also. Landon. Another apostle? No, uh, another... Um, Unfaithful. Yeah, the welcome. first one. Welcome to the Brotherhood, and thank you for joining us. And if you... Uh, as an apostle... And uh, I don't remember this one either. Nobo the Gnome. Nobo the Gnome. Uh, dude, I've been called... Uh, we appreciate I this. like to think of myself as a dwarf, and people call me a gnome to b- get under my skin, which is... We'll talk. I want to talk about the seven snowboard thing when we get back, but I go take a piss. I'll see you guys in a minute. We're going to cross swords. <laughs>